Hello and welcome to the Biathlon Podcast. I'm your host, Will Prov. It is Sunday the 29th of November and I hope you enjoyed that weekend as much as I did. Got four races down, all great watching. Uh, We already had uh, an in-depth look at Saturday's individual races in the last episode, so please do go and have a listen if you fancy that. Today though, we'll run through the sprint races where normal service was returned to the men's standing and some very interesting results in the top 10 of the women's. Uh, We'll see how that affected the early running in the overall before turning our attention to next weekend, week two, again here in Conti Alati. Uh, send your thoughts and questions into the Biathlon Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought after the first look at the runners and riders, and let me know who you think's the people to watch coming into next weekend. And now let's get to the show. We'll start off with the morning's men's race, and it was a real show of strength from Johannes Tinger's bow, shooting clear, finishing 44 seconds ahead of the field, and there's not much that can really be done when he doesn't miss a target, and it really showed that the Norwegian remains a cut above the field. He had fantastic rhythm on the rifle, I thought it wasn't that quick shooting, that we've seen at times from Johannes before that often causes him to miss. Uh, It was a good sort of 2.5 seconds between each shot and really just looked at ease the whole way through. Uh, There was a slight stumble from him on the home straight. Uh, Did that on the individual as well. guess uh, he has to show us that he is human once in a while. But what a show overall from him. He's the man to beat and it looks like it's going to be a big year from Johannes yet again. Uh, your podium was rounded out by two Swedes. It was Seb Samuelson and Martin Poncioloma. Uh, we did say on yesterday's show that Poncioloma could definitely be dangerous. He was skiing really well, but had a bit of a disaster on the range in the individual. Uh, he did miss once on the prone and said himself after the race that he did get a bit nervous, uh, but did not show it one bit, skiing great again, rattling down all of the remaining nine targets. Really fantastic finish for him, and it's going to be great to see what the Swedes do going forward. Uh, It was an even better day for Seb, of course. Capped off a fantastic weekend for him. Uh, I'm sure he'll be happy with the second after his sixth in the individual. Went out quite early on in the day, so not a huge frame of reference on what the other guys were doing. Uh, But he just ran his own race. Couldn't have done any better result-wise with a clear shoot, just missing the one, of course. So it was a real, real day of success for the Swedes and, and Seb in particular. It's great to see him uh, see him absolutely flying up the hill, up the wall even. Uh, he's cruising past people on that final loop so easily and he looks in great form for the year to come. Past the podium places, it was uh, a fourth place for Vetcher Christensen. Uh, it was a good day for him. Uh, be annoyed that prone miss. Uh, he's usually just so good on the prone. You'd expect him maybe miss in the stand but definitely not uh, definitely not in the prone fourth place though it's got to give him some confidence going forward a good day for the Norwegian and of course got the relays coming up next weekend where he often shines there it's a super weekend again for Slovenia's Jakob Fak uh, a fifth today after seventh in the individual real great start for the 33 year old 
Um, now it's just, uh, we hope that he can maintain this. He's got his uh, home world champs, of course, coming up in Slovenia later, well, early next year. And, uh, and hopefully this is the start of good things to come for Yakov. Then we had uh, France, Germany, France, Germany and the next places, and I think uh, might be contrasting emotions from the two camps. Sixth and eighth, I mean, that seems seems okay for the French. It was a clear shoot for Fionn Maillet, but only managing sixth, I think, is a disappointment. Last year, we'd have expected him to be a lot closer to Johannes, maybe even competing with Johannes, um, but there's going to be some soul-searching going on there, I think. He was he was ahead of Christiansen, ahead of Ponsiloma after the standing shoot, You'd expect him to be beating Christensen on the tracks, but lost it going round that final circuit. And uh, I think work to be done on the skis for the French. Um, well, for for Phil Maillet. I don't think he can blame it on the skis necessarily, because uh, in eighth, two places for him, only four seconds back, despite two penalty loops, um, was Jacqueline. I think he'll be annoyed with himself. He was skiing well. Uh, one less miss, he'd have been in the mix uh, with the Swedes for the podium. Um, so a day of what could have been, I think, for Jacqueline, but uh, at least skiing well. A uh, bit of contrast to Phil Maillet there. On the other hand, I think uh, I think the Germans should be happy with their performances. Pfeiffer will be ruined that miss in the stand, um, but it's, it's a good platform to build on for Pfeiffer. He could be seeing podiums again soon, hopefully. Obviously, as we're here, he's a big race competitor, so he'll be looking forward to the world champs just like Fack will, um, and hopefully... Getting some, uh, getting some shrapnel there. Um, podiums, of course, just like uh, Eric Lesser got on Saturday in the individual. In a way, I think his third place was almost a bit under the radar with um, that shock win for Ligrid. Um, it was a bit of a heartbreaker for him today. Nine out of nine targets were down. He missed that final shot of the day. Again, otherwise he would have again been um, looking for a, a second podium in two races, but. Two two top tens, I think, is a great weekend for Eric, and it's really good to see him back on form after some um, some up and down performances, let's say, last year. Then rounding out the top ten, and I think in a shout for a performance of the weekend, not necessarily the day, but the weekend was Andre Morovets, thirty six years old now, and uh, maybe the speed isn't quite where it used to be. But 30 targets out of 30, hit across the weekend, 5th place and a 10th place, and I think that's a man who definitely deserves a, deserves a beer or two tonight. Further down, room for improvement. I think we start with Taryabo here. Uh, three misses, which is really not like him at all. Uh, but the ski speed was there, so expect him to be improving uh, next week. Uh, still, still in Contilati, of course, and I think he should be improving there. Uh, his teammate, yesterday's winner, Sterla Holm Lagred, I thought put in another good showing. Um, only one miss on the stand for him, obviously, at this point, we're expecting him to hit everything every time. But it was an 18th for him, tidy enough performance. Uh, still never out of the top 20 in World Cup races. Um, and for, with that in mind, you've got to wonder whether he'll be in the relay next week. Uh, will it be Dale perhaps, that even misses out? Um you think you'd probably stick with Christensen and the and the two Burr brothers otherwise, but that'll uh, that'll definitely be interesting to see. Um, another disappointment for me was Benny Dole. Uh, we mentioned him yesterday, and it was a 32nd today after 29th place finish on Saturday, and that really needs to turn around quickly for the uh, former Sprint World Champ, of course. 
but um, not looking great on the range, not looking great on the skis either, and we'd expect him to be a lot higher up. Uh, last person I'd like to mention here was uh, the USA's Jake Brown. Um, if you were still watching, uh, sort of for the later for, uh, later finishes there, he was just one miss for the um, for him. Looked absolutely delighted with thirtieth place. I think it's the best performance of his career. Really great one to see for him, and um, always good to see the North American guys doing doing well after uh, after Gao going clear in the individual as well. So with that in mind, let's take a, a very early look at the overall. It's Johanna's leading on 114. Um, you've got to wonder if he'll just be taking that yellow bib all the way now. Uh, Samuelson currently 22 points behind. Legrid in third, 31 back on 83 points. So next week, uh, again, as I said in Contiolati, we've got the sprint first. Uh, the first pursuit of the year, which is um, always good to see. And finishing with the men's relay. Johanna's, of course, going to be the favourite for those um, sprint and pursuits. Uh, but I think we'll see improvements from Jacqueline and Tayabo to perhaps challenge him alongside the Swedes, who did well this weekend. I think in the relay, as I just mentioned, uh, Norway are going to be the favourites. But the big question is who's going to be in that team? Uh, we've got six athletes, only four spots. It's a, they would say it's a good headache for the coaches to have, but I'm not really sure who'll make it. I'd assume the Burr brothers are both going to be in. Um, personally, I'd then go with the form, select Legrid, and then you've got one of Christiansen, Darley, and Biontegaard for that final spot. Um, I think you go with Christiansen, but um, Darley and Biontegaard have been in that team before, so have they done enough to lose those spots? Uh, it'd be very interesting to see who does get in. Um, outside of them, France should be the biggest challenger. Um, bit of a fight there as well for the final spot, perhaps, between uh, Giganard and Fabien Claude. Um, Giganard doing the better on Saturday's individual. I think only one place in it in today's sprint, uh, Claude just shading it. So we'll see who they pick. Sweden and Germany uh, be hoping to make the podium after sort of good good results this weekend. I give a dark horse shout out to the Austrians though. Um not not really turning up any trees, Eberhardt and Ada, who look to have sort of lost a step, Eberhardt in particular, ski speed not where it used to be. But good days from them nonetheless, sort of consistent days. Um Connets and Lemmerer should probably finish up that team. And they were both in the points this weekend. And so I think we could see a good day for the Austrians. Um that'll do, I reckon, for the for the men's races. So let's take a look at the women's and another fantastic day for Sweden. That's right, uh, it was a dominant day for Johannes, of course, but an equally dominant one for Hannah Erberg. She was in lightning form from the off today, first in the time checks all the way through, shooting absolutely beautifully, knocking over all ten, and gliding home just behind uh, Elvira, her younger sister, of course. Who also skied very well. Bit of a tougher day on the on the shooting. Um, Hannah said afterwards that uh, the goal this year was to improve the ski speed and win a sprint, and she really didn't hang around achieving that. She was absolutely faultless today. Ski speed really impressive, finishing twenty three point nine seconds ahead of Roiseland in the end. Just an absolutely great day at the office for Hannah. And it'll be interesting to see if she can keep that up next week. We've got a sprint. Unlucky for her that she didn't have a pursuit this week because uh, she was absolutely flying. 
Um, it's a good rebound, I think, for Roisland, who finished, as I said there, in second place, 23, but basically 24 seconds down. Um, was not happy at all with the four misses in Saturday's individual race. So shooting clear uh, should settle any nerves there. Um, let her press on in the overall fight this year. She was a bit cagey about that in her interview after the race. Uh, but I think today was a good step in the right direction for Roisland. And I really, I mean, that has to be her aim. She, I think she's up there with the favourites for that overall crown to beat Doro. So yeah, good day for Roisland. Uh, but I think it was the battle for third where the real excitement was in today's race. Uh, Atana, Atana, Johanna shot time. Uh, another great day for her with the rifle. Um, went off fourth, clearing all the targets for the second day in a row. And for a long time, she looked great value for uh, two third places in two races. Um, her teammate, I think, was the first one. We watched Mona Brawson just closing gradually on her final lap after missing one, I think, in the stand. Uh, it wasn't quite enough for her. She finished just over five seconds back of her teammate. Um, but a great day at the office for Mona. Um, it was then Caroline Notton, uh, the Norwegian, who shot clear as well, kept up the pace on her final lap. Um, it's a great finish from her. She was seven seconds up on shot time by the end. Absolutely over the moon in the post-race interview to get that third. Uh, like Herberg, already completed a goal. She said it was a goal to get on the podium this season. So pressure's off going forward. She's done that. Can she get a win? Ski speed obviously need to improve, but if others fail and she can sh shoot clear, no reason why we couldn't see uh, Nutton on the top step at some point this year. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, not in third. Uh, Schottheim got fourth, Brawson fifth. And then some uh, unexpected, brilliant finishes for uh, a couple of the um, not not as well-funded nations, uh, Belarus and Estonia. It was uh, Olimba Carver was eighth in the individual. She improved on that to get a sixth place today. Absolutely fantastic weekend from her. Uh, she'd have the one penalty. Without that, she'd have been neck and neck with Notten, you'd think, for third. Um, despite that, though, great result for her. Really, really happy for the Belarusian team. Uh, it was another clear shoot for Estonia um, it, with uh, Tuli Tomangask uh, running quite late. Uh, fantastic seventh place finish for her. Tell she'd absolutely given her all over that final loop, collapsing over the line. It wasn't quite enough for a podium, which looked like it could be in play, maybe a bit of a long shot. But uh, two high scoring days for an athlete who didn't score at all last year, I don't think. So really good for Estonia. Great, great day from Tom and Gas. Um, and yeah, well-deserved rest tonight, I think, um, after that performance. Rounding out the top 10, um, good clear shoots from Chloe Chevalier and uh, Marin Hammerschmidt. Finished 8th and 9th as the top French and German finishers, respectively. Uh, it was a good weekend all around for Hammerschmidt. She was 2nd in the individual. 2nd, sorry, she was 12th in the individual. 2nd um, German overall behind Hermann. Um... And so, yeah, some, something to build on for Hammerschmidt. Um, it was a good run out for Anna Magnussen as well, I thought, outside of the top ten, but worth uh, a mention. Um, after sort of seeing all of her teammates really just doing fantastically in the individual, she had a good run out. Not easy, starting 103rd out of 104 starters, uh, but really kept the drama going until the end. Um, couldn't quite get the five out of five on the stand, though. Um, if she had, I think there might have been a top ten beckoning for her. But 16th, um, good showing nonetheless for Magnussen. 
Um, also, maybe worth mentioning uh, Justine Brezar, who came 11th. Much better shooting from her, just the one miss today after a um, bit of a horror show in the individual. I think she was 44th overall there. Outside of those uh, results, though, it was a, a tough day for a lot of the big names. Um, starting with yesterday's top two, Doro Vera. I mean, <laughs> just like her, absolutely lightning quick on that second standing shoot, rattled them down. But the skiing just not quite there. She only managed 22nd on the day. Um, 22nd, a lot better than Denise Herman, though. Um, everything was looking good, I thought. Prone, look calm, look collected, five out of five. Uh, but it was the stand, um, again, that really hurt her. Three misses in the end. Extra 450k on the penalty loop. Uh, coming home in 38th in the end, so a bit of a disappointment for Herman. Um, but after that second in the individual, um, good weekend overall. Uh, it was good skiing from Tandrevold, I thought. Um, two costly misses for her on roof to 21st. Um, just one above Vera. Um Takes a huge win for me, though, for that awesome, I think it was sort of like a snow leopard blinder she had on this year. Looked amazing, I thought. Um, I was a fan of the sort of uh, big eye with the eyelashes last year, but this one absolutely knocks out of the park, looking uh, looking great on the range. Um, elsewhere, I have to mention Lisa Vitozzi, who in a way sort of rebounded somewhat. I mean, good resilience from her. She knocked down 10 out of 10 targets after struggling yesterday. Um, but only 25th, she was minute 30 down on Erberg. That's going to be tough to take, I think. Improved the shooting, but still only 25th. And um, yeah, a lot of work to be done for the Italian uh, if she's to get back to her 2018-2019 form. Even further down, though, out of the points completely, we had the likes of Julius Simon having a tough day, Anais Bascond, and yet again, Tiralakov. Three misses in the prone for Ekhoff, going off third. Nightmare start for her. Um, she did end up clearing five on the standing shoot, though. So, fingers crossed. Uh, let's hope that that's a sign of things to come for next weekend. I think you get the feeling that she just needs one good result, and then and then it could all fall into place. But the skiing's there. Just a, a tough weekend on the range for Tyrrell. Um, I think performance of the day, you can't look anywhere else than Hannah Erberg. Best skiing, best shooting, taking the win, overall leader after two races. Um, she's now five ahead of a bit of a surprise package, I think, her Swedish teammate, Hannah Schottheim, and 17 ahead of Dorothea Vera. Um, as with the men, we've got a sprint and a pursuit next week. Um, however, these are split by a relay, uh, so it's sprint, relay, pursuit next week for the women. Um I think a resurgence from Denise Herman, probably in line in next week's sprint after um, just, uh, yeah, 38th today. I think she'll be up there with uh, Roisland, who I expect to be strong again. Of course, Ekhoff likes the pursuit, so hopefully a good show from her in the sprint um, to set up a good race there. Then in terms of the relay, after such great performances this week, I think we've got to say that Sweden are the team to beat. Um, again, just kind of like the Norwegian men's team, you've got five or six even, put Magnussen in there, sort of pushing for those relay places. It's a great spot to be in, and they do look like the team to beat. Uh, Norway, France, maybe even Germany, of course, should be the main challengers to them. Um, but looking sort of further down, sort of shock potential, I like uh, I like the chances of Belarus next weekend. Um, already mentioned uh, Limbakava, of course. 
Um, but Kriuko had a good day today and a good day in the individual. And uh, Christian Keener was 16th um, in the individual. So good, good chances, I think, um, for the Belarus team. Fourth spot obviously could be the question mark there. I think it'll probably be Elena Krishkina's sister, Irina, um, I expect. Um, so the result could rest on that sort of fourth performance uh, fourth, fourth performance there. Um, only two misses um, from Irina today, though, uh, just outside the points. Uh, so hope's there, and I think, yeah, one to watch maybe the Belarusian team um, to mix it up with the big, big teams in the relay. Well... I think that will do us for the opening weekend from Contiolati. Do hope you're enjoying the po- podcast. Let me know any feedback, uh, questions, points, uh, or predictions at the podcast at gmail.com. And um, I'll see you again next weekend.